Glory to God. So we're going to start in First uh, Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19. Glory to God. Everybody there? Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now in Christ, now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. So here in chapter 15, we're looking at where the resurrection of the dead is defended, where, they're talk, where he's talking to the, the saints of God at, at Corinth about being risen from the dead. That if all we had in this life, look at verse 19, if all we had, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, so if all we had was getting up and going to church every, every time the doors were open and, every, and talking about Jesus and reading the Bible, and that's all we had here on this side of eternity. And then when we died, we just died, and we just went to the ground, and we just stayed there. Paul says we would be people who are most miserable people. Do you understand? That, that as Christians, as born-again Christians, we have Christ in us. I mean, he's, he's regenerated us. We, were, we are made new creatures in Christ Jesus by the blood of the Lamb and the regenerative power of the Holy Ghost. It's the same power that conquered the grave that lives in us. Amen? When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost indwells you. Amen? And it's that same power that's going to catch us up. When, he, when that trumpet sounds, when the Lord calls the church home, when he call it, call it comes from his, for his bride, amen? And even if you're in the ground, even if you've been buried, the dead in Christ shall rise first. So it's that same power that's going to raise you up out of the grave to meet Christ in the air. It's that same power that's going to, that's going to catch those, the living up, the living saints of God up to meet him in the air, amen? That's our hope. Jesus Christ, his, him coming again for us, the resurrection of the dead, the fact that we're going to live forever and ever and ever, all eternity with him. No pain, no sorrow, no sickness, no broken arms. Amen? I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be roller skates. I don't think so. But we won't have to worry about, you know, falling off a, one of the, a big mountain or off the the. Emerald rainbow. We won't have to worry about falling off anything and getting hurt. We won't have to worry about colds and sickness. And you know, make sure you wash your hands twenty seconds. You don't have to. I saw a sign the other day: wash your hands like your mother's watching. I thought that could go two ways. Lots of times, mom's like, "Hurry up, come on, let's go." You ever seen the kids in the bathroom at school? I remember when, when my daughter was at a public school and we would be in the bathroom waiting, come on, come on. And they'd stand there and they rub that soap and they make these big soap bubbles. And I mean, they wash their hands good. And then the mom's over there, come on, hurry up, let's go. The bell's ring and they have to hurry up. So I don't know, wash your hands like, like you're supposed to. Amen? <laughs> Do the right thing. Praise God. But if we only lived this life and thought that, the, you know, what's, what is there after this? What is after this life? Then we would be men most miserable. Amen? And to think that way, I think, well, well, Paul, wait a minute. You know, living the Christian life is good. Amen? Isn't it? Living this life for Christ is good. It's got its rewards. We have, we have our, our, our uh, Christian bonus package here on earth. But Paul says that's most miserable. Why? Why would he say it's most miserable on this side, because the other side's so much better. There's so the best is yet to come. Amen. What we're gonna have in glory, what we're gonna have in heaven, that what we're gonna see, just oh, just seeing his face is gonna be such great reward. Just hearing his his voice pure and un un, un 
how would you say, I want to say unadulterated, un, unfiltered, just to hear his voice unfiltered without any other noises, any other sounds, any other chatter. This world and this world where we are here, we hear so much going on. You can close your eyes and try to, you know, you, you say, well, you know what? I'm going to spend some time in the presence of the Lord. And you go and you sit down and you're still hearing all this stuff. Am I right? Oh, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And you have to, you have to say, you know what? You got to, you got to calm yourself. Amen. You have to calm yourself. You got to call yourself into subjection of the presence of God. You got to tell your mind, your will, your emotions. We're going in to talk to daddy. Amen. We're going to go sit down at Abba Father's feet. And we're not going to think about the things on the outside of the, the room. We're not going to be distracted. We're not going to hear these things calling us out because I just want to hear my father speak. But your flesh is still there. You still have to keep, you keep, you got to keep reminding it. Amen. You got to keep, it's like, you know, like you have your, y'all know I have a dog. You know, I have a dog on a leash and he sits down and he looks so, so nice and pretty and, and behaving himself so well. And then all of a sudden he just like wants to run over here and he, he could just drag me across the parking lot if he wanted to. And he'll just jerk so hard. And sometimes our flesh is like that. You'll, have, you'll think you've got everything calm. You've got your spirit calmed down. You're, you're ready. You're, okay, and you're, just, you're praying. You're thinking about the th good things of God. And you're listening to God. And you're telling God all about it. And all of a sudden, your flesh is like, oh, what about this? Amen? And we have to bring it back under subjection. I know we preached on that last week. But somebody, we need to hear it again. We need to hear it and remind ourselves that the things of this world grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Amen. That all those things fall away. That when we come into his presence, when we come into his place and into his alignment, amen, there is a path and a way that he has set before us and it is good. And if we'll get on that path and that way, as we, we talked a little bit about it last week, we touched on that scripture that about being predestined. And when you step on that, that's when you get saved. When you're born again, you step into his will. Amen. And then the, what is it? We continue to seek his will and seek his face. And as we walk that walk and we hear him saying, this is the way walk in it. But when we get off that way, we have to find our way back. We've got to listen to him call us back onto that path, right? When we get off that way, that's when we get overwhelmed. That's when we get stressed out. That's when we get aggravated. That's when we get snippy with one another. That's when we, get, we find ourselves sitting in a corner crying. Over, and then when you begin to think about it, you think, why am I crying about all these things? Amen? Why am, I, why am I so overwhelmed or stressed out about all these things? Because here, I'm going to confess right here, because we failed, because I failed to get to take it to Daddy God right then. Because I kept putting it on. If I had, if I had a, like a bunch of blankets right now. So you, here we go. Illustrate. I like illustrations. So we got, um, let's see. Oh man, I just went to the mailbox. And I got the mail. And I thought I paid the bills, but there's another light bill, and I don't have the money. So there's the light bill. I got to figure out how to pay that light bill. And then, and then we got the 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 the, uh, the family dinners coming up, and they want me to cook this and that and the other, and I don't I don't know what I'm going to cook or how I'm going to find time to do that. And, and now they're calling me and they're asking me to, to, to go over here. And can I speak over here and do this thing for them? And I, I, and I, I'm just, I just don't know how I'm going to do all these things. It's getting heavy. Where did I mess up? What color? They're all different colors. What color did I mess up? Where did I miss it? <laughs> the black one. The first one I put on. Because why? I should have said, Lord, there's a light bill. I don't have the money. I know you're going to provide it. Throw it up on the dash. Don't forget about it. You know, you got to be responsible. But you give it to God, right? So, Lord, I don't know what to do with this, but I'm laying it before you. Amen? Amen? Oh, they want me to cook, and I got all these things, but, but Lord, I'm not going to stress over it. I'm, 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 you're going to order my footsteps. God orders my footsteps. I'm not going to be stressed about it. I'll find a way, make a way if it's your will. And if God, you want me to tell him no, you'll give me the grace to say no. Amen? 
And Lord, they want me to speak over there. They want me to, I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about. All I can think about is this light bill and this, this, this meal that's coming up. And now you want me, which one am I supposed to do, Lord? What shall I do? I should have taken it to him right away. Amen? And we leave it at the cross. And now we're light. Now we're walking in his path again. Now he's directing our path which way to go. Amen? Glory to God. We don't get stressed out. You know, lots of times, people are going to be, um, Larry's sister, for a matter of fact, I was told the other day, and she's got a big heart. She's always had a big heart. And she just wants to do things for everybody. And his mom said that people will call her up and she'll drop whatever she's doing and go do whatever it is. So the other day, all the grandkids had five grandchildren over at the house. And a friend called and said, I've got this wedding or something coming up. Can you come help me pick out the outfit or something? They had to go shopping. You know, it sounds like, oh, well, that sounds like fun. But she had to leave her grandchildren, you know. She had all five grandchildren. She had to get somebody to watch her grandchildren. She had to trust somebody with that. And then she went, but she dropped everything to go help somebody else do something that was important to them. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is that she's constantly going, 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 doing, 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 doing. And sometimes we have to be able to say, like Brother Marlon said, no. But we have to check with the Spirit. Amen? We've been doing a study here at Blue Water for months. Be led by the Spirit in all things. The first time I came here and preached, I believe that was one of the things we talked about was being led by the Spirit in all things. I remember the first message was Jesus juice. Because you get so, you, you know, we need to be so filled up with God, with Jesus, with the presence of God, that when the pressures of life come, what comes out? When you get squeezed, what comes out? Is it profanities? Is it, is it snippy? Is it being mean to one another? Leave me alone. Don't touch me. What? One, one preacher called it uh, Christian curse words. It's like you call each other melonhead or something like that. That's not nice. <laughs> or is it Jesus juice? Jesus is full of grace and mercy. Yeah, he's full of judgment too. And if it's judgment, you know, you'll know it. But is, it, is what comes out Jesus? Do we respond with Jesus? Do we respond with what the Holy Ghost has got? You know? It is my endeavor in life, my hope, my, one of my, my goal, is to be led by the Spirit in all things. Amen? Because I believe that is the will of God for our lives. And so, if we were led by the Spirit in all things, not every single time would you know exactly what's going to happen next. But you'll be prepared for it. Amen? It won't be overwhelming. It won't, it won't knock, your, knock you off your feet. I've gotten news recently within the past two years that should have knocked me to the ground. And when I heard it in my ears, I said, okay, all right. And the person on the other end of the phone said, wow. Because they thought I was going to come back at them with some kind of, how could this possibly happen? How could you let this happen? No. God gave me grace and he prepared me for it. Amen? It's a testimony, not, not bragging, testi testifying to the goodness of God. Amen? So if in, in this life we do have the bonus package of being Christians, we are blessed beyond measure. Amen? And we do have peace in the midst of the storm. But if we will recognize that it's so much better on the other side and that we have a goal to press toward. Amen? That there's something better than just living our lives for Christ day in and day out. That sounds ridiculous to me to even make that statement. But there's so much more when we put the so much more on the end of the statement than we see. That is, we're living our life for Christ today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Amen? And it's the forevermore. That's where our hope is in Christ Jesus forevermore. Now turn with me. If y'all will bear with me today. I want to share with you just in... I don't, I don't know if I've ever done this, but just from the back of my Bible, looking under the word seek, I found 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 references in this Bible. And there may be more, this is a, but in this Bible, there are, what did I just say, 14 references to the word seek. S-E-E-K. So we're going to be talking about seeking God a little bit more this morning. 
Why? We're all, you know, why do we need to be told over and over again to seek him? Right here, 14 times. Amen? How many times does God tell us to seek him? Amen? How many times has he spoken to this church, this congregation, and told us with the message, interpretation, and tongues to seek him while he may be found? This morning, I was seeking him. You know, I'm always seeking him for the message. You know, uh, you know Lord, what's, what's, what's the fresh word? What do you want us to bring? What's the rhema word for today? And, and it was that scripture we just read. I got that earlier this week. I, God dropped that in my spirit, and I've been meditating on it. And then this morning, seek me while, seek me while I may be found. Amen? So turn with me to, let's see where we should start here. Um. Let's just start in Deuteronomy. It's Deuteronomy 420. Deuteronomy 4.20. It's all the way back in the Old Testament, way close to the front almost. Deuteronomy chapter 4. And what I heard the Lord say this morning was, Seek me while you may find me. Find me while I may be found. Deuteronomy 4.20. But the Lord hath taken you and brought you forth out of the iron furnace, even out of Egypt, to be unto him a people. I'm reading the wrong verse. Hold on. That's a good one. <laughs> Let's read it anyway. <laughs> to be unto him a people of inheritance as you are this day. 4.29. Praise God. So we read that as a precursor. Now read verse 29. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if. If thou seek him with thy whole heart and with all thy soul. You are called out of Egypt, out of darkness, out of sin. Amen. And into his marvelous light to walk this life. To walk this glory road, if you will. To walk that path that he has set before you. The Jeremiah 29, 11 path. To seek him. Amen. To seek him. To bring glory to his name. Why? He says, but if from thence thou... So before this, he gives you all these things that he's going to do. And it's, if you'll do this, I'll do that. Amen. So he says, if you will seek me with all your heart and with all your soul, you will find God. Amen. People are out there saying they're looking for God. They're looking for answers. They're not seeking with all their heart and soul. Because when they begin to seek with their heart and soul, they will find him. Amen. Second Chronicles 714. Second Chronicles 714. We should be going kind of in, in numerical order. So as you just go from um, Deuteronomy right on over Second Chronicles, if you didn't close your Bible like I did. Second Chronicles, Second <laughs> Chronicles seven, verse fourteen. We shall all know this one. If my people, which are called by my name, who is that? They will know we're Christians by our love, by our love. They will know we're Christians by our love. How many of us are Christians? We're called by his name. Amen. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attent to the prayer that is made in this place for now i have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually if we will humble ourselves and pray 
Turn from any wicked ways. Forsake everything that's wicked. You know, um, recently I met a young man, and when he began to uh, pray, they, they called on him to pray. And when he began to pray, he prayed like I pray. And I've never met this man, young man before. And he prayed, Lord, if there's anything, anything in me that's not pleasing, if, that, if I've picked anything up, if I've done anything, you know, when you say pick up, you know, like you picked up this burden, right? And you didn't bring it to him. You're still toting it around. Lord, if there's anything that's not pleasing to you, Lord, show it to me. Amen? If there's anything that I've done that's offensive to you, if there's any iniquity, any sin, Lord, show it to me. Amen? Because we don't want to keep that. I want to be as clean and as pure. Yes, the blood of Jesus washes us and makes us clean and pure. But if we pick up something that's unclean and we begin to carry it around with us, it's us. Amen? We've got to take it to Jesus and get washed again. We've got to wash that stuff off. Like the, wash your hands 20 seconds. Amen? You touch the unclean thing. You've got to get into, you know, you got to get rid of it and, and cleanse yourself. Amen? In the presence of God. Does that make sense? When we come into his presence, undone, amen, praise God. Hallelujah. So we'll seek him, seek him. Look look again, we got more scriptures coming up. Psalms 24, verse 6. Psalm 24, verse 6. Hallelujah. I love this verse. There used to be it. We used to sing this song a lot. Oh, God of Jacob. I won't read the whole. I'm starting verse one. Okay. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who, who established the earth? The Lord God Almighty. Was it, it wasn't an atomic, you know, explosion that happened by accident. God Almighty did this thing. Amen. Verse three, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Here's the answer in verse four. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from, the, from God, the God of his salvation. Verse 6. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Amen? Amen. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Glory to God. Man, we could stop right there and just begin to sing that song, and I believe we'd have church. Amen? Just begin to sing it. But when we think about, if we would just humble ourselves before the Lord and seek his face, the king of glory shall come in. He comes into our presence. He, he wants to fellowship and commune with us. Amen? When we have fellowship, it's meant to fellowship in Christ Jesus. It's not meant to fellowship with a hamburger. Amen? It's, meant to, it's not meant to fellowship over a meal. It's meant to fellowship in the presence of God. Amen? Amen? Eating is a necessity. It's not fellowship. I don't know where that came from, you know, why that's there. But we, we need to come together and seek God's face. Amen? I remember going to church all day long. We'd get up early in the morning, and we'd go however we had to get there. We'd get there, and we'd be in church, and it'd be hot. It wasn't no air conditioner. It was humid, 90% humidity, and it was packed shoulder to shoulder in the church. You had on long sleeve shirt and a skirt to your your ankles, and we worshiped God anyway. Amen? Man, we worshiped God. We danced and we sang and we clapped our hands and we sang at the. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, but I sang as loud as I could because they couldn't hear me because everybody was singing. I was singing to the Lord, amen? amen. And I was worshiping God. Amen. I was thanking God for saving me from the deep and miry pit that I had been in. Amen. Been set free. I was free indeed. I used to be caged up in a, in a cage, bound by, by sin and death and all the. the 
sin, the, the ruler of darkness, amen? But Jesus set me free, and I began to worship him, amen? When we worship him, we worship him in spirit and in truth with everything that we have. And we don't care how long it takes. Amen? Someone said that if, if we were having a, one of those shouting services right now, you wouldn't care what time the service was over. You wouldn't be looking at your clock. You wouldn't be wondering. But when the word is good, the word is good. Amen? And it doesn't matter. It, it's the presence of God still. He's here. Amen? He is here. And we need to stop looking at time. We need to stop worrying about what's going to happen next. Today is the day that we set aside to worship him. Today is his day. Amen? In our books. Amen? Amen? We can dispute that later. But this is, it's, and today is the day that we have set aside to come together into his house to seek his face. Amen? We need to, we need to become more serious about it. Just begin to wipe Sunday clean. Nothing on your calendar. Today is the day that I'm going to church. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to seek him in the morning. I'm going to seek him in the afternoon. If church doesn't stop until 9, 10, 11 o'clock tonight, that's okay too. Amen? You know where the snacks are hidden in your car. You know where the snacks are. You might, if, you, if, you, if you're around here enough, you know there's grapes out there. You can go grab some grapes off the grapevine. Amen? The store might be open down the street and run down there and grab something. But the point is that we have a God to worship. The one and only true God. We need to seek his face while he may be found. We need to press, press in. We're not looking to do things the old way. We're looking for what he wants right here and right now. Amen? <laughs> the funny thing is, it is he's looking for those clean hands and those pure hearts. Amen? Amen. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. I will worship him. Pay, uh, Psalm 3414. Psalm 3414. I think this one's a little bit different. See, we're going to read it anyway. Psalm 34. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. 34. Fourteen, I believe it is. Yes, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. So when we seek peace, we don't seek peace like the world seeks peace. Amen? Amen. We, As we established this morning, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Peace is found in his presence. The Holy Ghost brings peace. Amen? Amen? The world wants us to be peacekeepers. Jesus told us to be peacemakers. Amen. Amen. We need to carry peace with us where we go. And when we don't feel peaceful, we need to find peace. And it is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Verse 16. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. We don't want none of that. Amen. That's not who we should be, and that's not who we're going to be. Verse 17, the righteous, that's us, cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. All of them. Amen? Not a little, not a, not a, a sample, not a, a smackerel, but the whole thing. He delivers us out of our troubles when we seek him. If you will seek me, you shall find me. Amen? With you'll seek me with your whole heart. Hallelujah. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. When we come to him with that broken heart and contrite spirit, the Bible says he does not despise it. He will not turn you away. Amen. Seek him with your whole heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 63, 1. Psalm 63, verse 1. We're learning Bible study this morning. We got, we're flipping through all the pages. I love it. 63, verse 1. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. 
My, my soul thirsts and longs for thee to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because of thy life and kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee and thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Amen. Glory to God. With a clean hands and a pure heart, I will lift up my hands. Amen. In thy name, in your holy mountain, in your presence. I will lift up my hands. Glory to God. Anybody having shoulder pain? I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I will lift up my hands. Amen. I will lift up my hands. Glory to God. Are y'all on the same path with me? My shoulder's been giving me a little trouble. I'm rebuking it right now. I'm going to lift up my hands. Amen? I will lift up my hands in this holy place. I will lift up my hands and I will worship him. I will lift up my hands. I'm telling my flesh, no, you're not going to tell me I can't lift up my hands. Amen? I will lift up my hands. The righteous cry out and he hears me. Amen? God hears my cry. And I have all authority. Amen? Over this body. Amen? And I command it right now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Victory, victory, victory. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I think it's just the way I was sleeping on it, but it doesn't matter. It's got to go. Amen? Yes. It's been Amen. coming and going for weeks. I'm tired of it, so it's got to go. You're out of here. <laughs> See, that's one of the things. We just pick it up. We carry it around. We just endure it. Why? You don't have to. I'm, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to endure it. Give it to God. Amen. All right. Um, Proverbs 8, 17. Yes, Lord. Proverbs 8, 17. Just keep going. Just keep driving through your Bible here. We're headed toward the New Testament. Proverbs 8, 17. Oh, yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I love them that love me. This is the Lord God speaking. Amen. This is the Lord God speaking. I love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yea, than fine gold and my revenue than choice silver. Lord, I take, I'll take your revenue any day over the revenue of this world. Amen. Glory to God. I, he says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me shall find me early. Glory to God. If you seek him, you won't have to wait. He's right there. Amen? He's right there. If we will just seek him with all of our heart. Jeremiah 29, 13. Jeremiah. Glory to God. 29. You know, that's one of my favorite chapters, right? Jeremiah 29, 13. I like the book of Jeremiah. We were reading early this morning just before church with Sister Beth from Jeremiah chapter 2. The book of Jeremiah 29, 13. We're going to read 11. We're starting verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Look at that. If we would just tell, you know, everybody says when people graduate high school, when they graduate, they give them these little cups, these little pieces of paper and stuff. I've done it, and it says, um, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And, the, uh, you know, there's different versions, and they, they like to use the other versions on the cups and stuff. But this is, this is the King James Version. And he wants, he's got a plan. He's got a, a plan for you and it is good. Amen. And we like to tell everybody that. That's a, you know, a, a very popular verse. But what if we were to tell our graduates the rest of the story? Then shall ye call upon me. Amen. Amen. 
and shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. Our graduates need to know that when they're in their dorm rooms or in the back room of the, the new job that they have or wherever they are, that they can go to him and, and he will pray to him and he will hearken unto them because he has a plan and he's, his plan is perfect. Amen. He wants us to cry out to him. And ye shall seek me, verse 13, and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Look at verse 14. And I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. Like the song we sang this morning, that when you take it to Jesus really quickly, he will turn the whole thing around. He'll deliver you out of all your troubles. Amen? Well, does that mean that the troubles disappear and they all are gone? No, they might still be there. The bill, the light bill might still be there. But God will provide. Amen? God will meet it. God will bring you through it. Amen? I remember our, our electricity was out one time. It wasn't because we didn't pay the bill. I think the, it was actually the air conditioner died. And it was like 102 degrees. 90% humidity. Always 100% humidity. And we lived in a... a a mobile home, I mean, like a tin box, right? In the middle of a pine woods, pine trees everywhere. It's hot. I remember laying on the couch thinking, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's so hot. We, the kids were just laying there. We couldn't move. It was so hot. It was so miserable. But God made a way. Amen? I don't know how that air conditioner could fight that kind of heat and keep that little trailer cool. We got it fixed. God provided. He gave us wisdom on how to get the part that we needed. Had educated my husband on how to install it so it didn't cost us thousands of dollars. It cost us a drive to the end of town and come back and him giving his, his off time to fix it. But praise God, we got it done. Amen? God did it. Otherwise, we'd have been sitting probably for months and months and months and years without air conditioning. <laughs> Glory to God. I have other air conditioning stories to tell. God comes through. He, he provides. We had a big house one time, and there was, the air conditioner died there, and we had no way to buy it. So we were just, you know, windows open. We had worship service in our living room. We would open the windows and cut the fans on. These, uh, I, you know what June bugs are? They're... <laughs> they're these beetles you know they fly around they smack you in the head <laughs> it's like they can't see i guess they don't see very well and they just fly. we man the june bugs would come inside then the, the or mayflies and then the june bugs and the mosquitoes and oh my goodness it was crazy but then my mom got some air conditioning work done and she started talking to the air conditioning guy and next thing we knew we had a brand new air conditioner being hooked up to our house a big one too amen God provided it. Glory to God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. We, it, was, it was something to worship without bugs slapping you in the head. Ezekiel chapter 34. Y'all still with me? Amen. I'm enjoying this. I hope y'all are enjoying this. This is good. Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 12. As a shepherd seeks out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I, God seeking you, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and I will bring them into their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in the inhabited places of the country. And I will feed them good pasture upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall, there shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, says the Lord. And I will seek that which was lost and bring it again, that which was driven away. And I will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat from among them. I will feed them with judgment. You know, here I see, I'm just reading these scriptures and I'm thinking about we're in the house of God. Amen. I hope that everyone here has given their lives completely and wholly to the Lord. And if you haven't today, is a good day to give your life to the Lord. Amen. 
There's no better time than right now. Today is the day of salvation. All you have to do is call upon your, his name. To call upon the name of Jesus and turn from your evil ways. Amen. Turn from your old ways and say, Lord, I need you. I, I want you. I want to be yours. Amen. I want to be called by your name. And he'll do it. Just like that. Glory to God. But here's what, what he says is that those that we're praying for, those that we, we are seeking God for them. Amen. We've been interceding for, for our lost loved ones, for lost little sheep that are out there wandering around. Your kids, my kids, your nieces and nephews, cousins, brothers, aunts, uncles, grandparents. Amen. Parents. All those that we've been praying for, God says he's seeking for them. Amen. And should you step off the path, he's seeking for you to come back. Amen. He's calling you to come back. I said, I watch the sheep herders. They make, they make these little, it depends on the sheep herder, but they make a little sound, right? And the sheep know his voice. Some whistle, some make a little call. Some make it, you know, I don't know, a little sound. You know, and the sheep know that shepherd, and they come. I watch them run across the field. It's amazing to me. When God calls our name, amen, you'll know it. When God calls their name, amen, when God calls their name, they're going to hear his name, their name, and they're going to look. Who was that? Who called my name? Samuel, how many times did he get up? He went to... Went to the priest and he said, did you call my name? No, it wasn't me, son. Go back to bed. Did you call my name? No, go back to bed. I heard someone call my name. Well, next time you say, yes, Lord, here am I, your servant's listening. Amen? I believe our children, our grandchildren, our nieces and nephews, all that we're praying for, God is seeking after them according to the word of God. He is seeking them, and he will call them. Amen? And I believe that those that, are, that, that we've anointed and we've prayed over and we've sought God for, I believe they're going to come. You know what? People can contest me on that. So I say, you know what? You know what the Lord taught us to do? He taught us to pray, even so, Lord, come quickly. You know what that does? It gives it all to him. It releases all of it. It's not ours anyway. We can't control it. Our children are not ours. They're on our lease. They're the heritage of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's a good one. When we realize children are in heritage from the Lord, they're a gift from God, but they're his. Amen? We dedicate them back to him. We give them back to him. Your job is to raise them up in the admonition of the Lord, to teach them the word of God, to teach them God's ways the best that you can, to do your dead level best. And all the rest belongs to God. Amen? And even that belongs to God. Glory to God. He is seeking after them. He sought you, did he not? Did God seek after you? Yes, he did. He's still pursuing you. He's pursuing your, your fellowship with him. He pursues you. He calls you aside. Amen? Does, yes? He says, come. Come and pray. Come and worship. Come. Come and get into my presence. Turn aside. Read my word. He does. Amen? That was Ezekiel. Okay, we only got a few more to go. Hosea 10, 12. Hosea. Chapter 10, verse 12. I'll try to go a little faster, Lord willing, okay? So let's look at um, Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Glory to God. Sow to yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. Soften up your own hard hearts. Amen? Amen? Get into the word of God. Sow some righteousness into your life. Reap in mercy. Be, be, be merciful to others. But be merciful to yourself. Sometimes we're so hard on ourselves we can't even 
We feel like we can't even breathe because we, we've got ourselves. It's not God, but we've got ourselves so boxed up and so tensed up. We're so afraid to do something. When God has given you grace and mercy, when God has empowered you and given you the victory, when God has done it, amen? When we begin to realize the things that God has done in our lives, there is so much freedom, freedom, freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed, amen? Amos chapter 5, verse 4. Amos. Amos chapter 5. We're getting into the little tiny books here now. You know, Beth, we were reading from the book of Joel, not Jeremiah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Earlier. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, Amos chapter 5, verse 4. Five and four. I went too far. Chapter five, verse four. For thus says the Lord unto the house of Israel. Seek me and you shall live. Life and life more abundantly. Amen. Seek me and you shall live. Are you feeling like there's no, no hope? No, 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 no. Where's the life? Where's the joy? Where's the goodness of the, of the Lord? Seek him. Amen. Seek him and you will live. You will find more of that life and life more abundantly. Remember how it was when you got, first got saved and you were so excited and you wanted to tell everybody about Jesus? Remember when you first got saved and you couldn't wait until the doors opened? Man, when our pastor would get up, my, we, had our, we had our little group over here, and when he would, they would finally let the pastor get into the pulpit, we wanted to stand up and shout because we knew the word of God was fixing to come forth. You know, we, we enjoyed the singing and we enjoyed the, you know, the, all, I enjoyed every bit of the service. But when the time for the pastor to get behind the pulpit came, I wanted to clap my hands. My brother would be sitting right next to me. We would be trying not to clap our hands. We, sometimes we did. The church looked at us kind of funny. So we were like, okay, we'll behave. But we, want, we couldn't wait for Brother Jewel Jeffcoat to step into the pulpit. Amen? We couldn't wait for Brother, I can't remember Brother Stemma's first name. Anyway, Woodrow, for Brother Bishop Woodrow Stedman, whoo, for him to come from the back room and come up onto the pulpit and begin to impart some, some fresh rhema word to us and begin to minister to us. We couldn't wait. We should be like that again. So hungry for what God's got for the body of Christ. Amen? So hungry. I'm hearing testimonies from around the nation of young people on fire for God, laying hands on people and they're recovering miracle after miracle after miracle happening from our young people, our teenagers. Amen. They're seeking God. They're loving on the Lord. They're giving him their all in all. Look at and trust in him to be their all in all. Okay. Matthew. Ooh, New Testament. Matthew chapter six. Here we go. The Gospel of Matthew, a Gospel according to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, the first Gospel, first book of the New Testament. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. I find so much peace in this. Amen? That if we will seek him and seek the, first the kingdom of God, like we said, when you wake up in the morning, Father God, good morning, Lord. What what would you have me to do for you this week? Just spend some time worshiping and ask him what you know. What would you have me to do for you today? I dedicate my life. I dedicate this day unto you, Lord God, and I will seek after you. Amen. I'm seeking you early in the morning, and I'll seek you throughout the day, Lord God. I will seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, Lord, knowing that everything else will come. Everything else will be added unto me. Amen. Leave the everything else to him. Praise God. He's got way more wisdom than you do. 
Amen? Amen. He's got way more wisdom than I do. He's got way more knowledge than I do. He knows everything. So why not trust him with it? Amen? Why not trust him? Why not trust God? Try it. Try him. Amen? Taste and see that he is good. Try me, he says. Look at Matthew 7, 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. He says, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. We always hear, ask, and it will be given unto you. Well, that's, that's the part we want. We want to ask and we want to be, something be given to us. But Jesus says, Seek, and you shall find. Seeking takes an effort, a concerted, on-purpose effort to do something. Amen? Seek him. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. For everyone that asks receives and everyone that seeks finds. And to him that knocks it shall be open. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I'm hoping you all write down all these verses so you can go home and study all week long. John chapter 8, verse 50. John John chapter 8. I'm going to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, chapter 8. Oh, this is good. You just, you just got to trust him. Life is so much easier when you just trust the Lord. Cast all your cares upon him. John, chapter 8, verse 50. I'll turn another page here. Okay, verse 50 says, and I seek not mine own, but there is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily I say unto you, if any man keep my saying, he shall never see death. So here, look, we need to encapsulate this a little bit. So let's pick up in verse 48. Then answered the Jews and said unto Jesus, say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and you have a devil. And Jesus answered, and he said, I don't have a devil, but I honor my father, and you have dishonored me. And I seek not mine own glory, but there is one that seeks his own glory, or there is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keeps my saying, he shall never see death. And then the Jews said unto him, now we know that you have a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and you say, if he... If a man shall keep my saying, he shall never taste death. So here, they are not seeking God with their whole heart. Amen? I'm like, Lord, why am I reading this verse? Because he's, this is an example of not seeking God with their whole heart, not being led by the Spirit of God, but they were seeking with their intellect. They were trying, trying to, to make things fit into their box the way that they saw, saw that, that, that their religion should be. They made things up. Amen? Amen. Can I get a witness? They made they were they're notorious for making things up and and adding them into making more laws and more rules and making it more grievous and harder for them. And Jesus said that because of the way they were doing things, that they were going to make the the ones they were bringing up behind them twice the children of hell than themselves. So we must not seek to do things in our own way. But seek him and be led by his spirit, not by other people, not by other works or writings or or things, but by the spirit of God and by the word of God. Amen. Amen. And everything else will follow. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. First Corinthians 13, 5. That's the last one. First Corinthians 13, 5. If you want to extend this study, you can get um, you probably you might have a cross reference Bible. There's there are going to be more more scriptures than this. First Corinthians thirteen five. Well, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Who knew? This is the last one. This was the. Um, this is a good good verse right here. A good, good place to close out. God knows everything. Amen. Verse 5. This is talking about the love of God. About love. Charity. Charity doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. And thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity. But rejoices in truth. 
bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Charity never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there shall be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there shall be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and yet we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. Glory to God. Glory to God in the highest. Lord, we thank you, Father, for the love of God that is in us is long-suffering and does not seek her own. We don't seek God in his presence. We don't seek God for the stuff. We seek God for his own glory. Amen. Because when we are walking in the Spirit, when we are led by the Spirit, when we are, are, are doing the things that Jesus said to do, then what happens? He is glorified. His name is glorified. Amen? Can I get a witness? Amen. When we obey God, when we obey the words of Jesus Christ, and we do the things that Jesus said to do, then his name is glorified. Now I'm going to close out here. I'm going to read from Matthew 28. This is a, a, a bonus verse. Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and he spake unto the disciples. This is the last verse in chapter 28. Last two verses, three verses. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go you. Go you, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He said, these things and greater shall follow those. When we walk in the Spirit and we're led by the Spirit and we seek Him, those things will begin to follow us. They'll begin to, to multiply and manifest more and more and more. Amen? And you will not become puffed up. Amen? You will not become proud because you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? And because you're seeking God, not man, not the glory, not the reward, not the, not the way to go. That was a good service, although that's good to hear. That's not what we're doing it for. Amen? We don't do it for the offering. We don't do it for the applause of, of men and women. We don't do it for the accolades. We don't do it to get our name on the radio. Amen? Or on a big banner or on one of those flyers that's posted up at the store to let everybody know we're having some kind of service. It's not about that. Amen? Remember Azusa Street, the history of the Pentecostal church? The minister that would come up on the stage, he, he got it like in a box. He, put, he didn't want anybody to see his face. He would preach, and all he wanted was his voice to go out. He didn't want, to be, he didn't want the accolades. He didn't want the recognition of men. He wanted the word of God to go out and the spirit of God to lead. And that's, how, that's why we are here today and calling ourselves the Pentecostal Church of God. Amen? That's why we're here today, even the Church of God, the Assemblies of God. It's because men and women sought God. They sought Him. They sought Him fast. They, fought, they sought Him hard. They sought Him long. It was birthed out of prayer and seeking God for hours sometimes. Sometimes some women would, it, it started overseas. These women would go into this little, little church house. They didn't have a pastor anymore. They didn't have a leader, so to speak. So they were led by the Spirit. And they went into the house of God on an appointed time and they would pray and they would pray and they would seek God. And they would pray for revival. They would pray for their children. They would pray for their, their community. And they prayed for God to send someone and to bring that revival. And he did. And that, that revival caught fire over there. And then somehow, by the power of God, somebody was communicating. This was way back in the day of writing letters. And they communicated something back over here to America and back and forth. And then somebody over here said, I want that. I don't know what it is, but I see it right here in the Word of God. I see the power of the Holy Ghost. I see this, this evidence of speaking in tongues. I see that we should have these, these signs following those that believe. It's right here in the Word of God. We want it. 
Amen? And they said, will you pray for us, America? We need this. Will you, you guys over there pray for us. They began to pray for them, for us in America. And then that, that spark flew all the way across the ocean by the power of the Holy Ghost and landed on the East Coast, somewhere around North Carolina. And I believe it was the Cherokee Nation, somewhere in that area. Am I right? And it caught on from there and went into uh, Missouri and then jumped all the way to California. Azusa Street was born, and it started to burn all, all the way back across the nation. You ever seen that, how they start Bonanza, and the map catches on fire? <sighs> Praise God. Let's set the map on fire for Jesus Christ again. Amen? We've got to get this fire burning, and it takes us getting into the presence of God. Not one of us, not two of us, but if all of us would seek God with all of our heart, things will change. Amen? You will begin to see the signs and the wonders manifest even more and more and more. Amen. The manifest glory of God. Like he said in the scripture we just read. That he would seek him and he would see that the manifest glory of God like he had seen it in the church house. I'm paraphrasing. That he would see it right there where he was. Amen. I can preach on that one too. I'm going to find that scripture. That's good. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Are y'all excited this morning? Let's come to the altar. If you want to come to the altar, you can stay where you are. I don't have any pretty music to sing or play, but we're going to seek God for a minute. We're going to pray unto the Lord. Amen. I want you to come on, come on, come to the altar. Come to the altar. I don't have any pretty song to sing. Come to the Lord. Let's get up here and let's seek the Lord together for a few minutes and just pray for our nation. Pray for our community. Pray for the Navajo Nation. Pray for our upcoming elections. Pray for your families. Amen? But it starts with you. So pray with for you. Submit yourself to him. Humbly, wholly broken before him. And say, Lord, have your will and your way in our lives, Lord. God, we submit to you, God. We humble ourselves before you, God. We want to see that fire burn. We want to see that.